0: Is everybody in? Is everybody in? The podcast is about to begin. Graveyard Grumbler Podcast. This could be some simulation. It could. Do you entertain that? Well, the argument for the simulation, I think, is quite strong. Because if you assume any improvement at all over time, any improvement, 1%, 0.1%, just extend the time frame. Make it a thousand years, a million years. The universe is 13.8 billion years old. What well, would civilization, if you count it, if you're very generous, civilization is maybe seven or eight thousand years old, if you count it from the first writing. This is nothing. This is nothing. Um, so, if you assume any rate of improvement at all, then games will be indistinguishable from reality, or civilization will end. One of those two things will occur. But we are most likely in a simulation. Hello everyone, welcome to episode 51 of the Graveyard Grumbler podcast. I'm your host, Tino Romero Jr. aka the Graveyard Grumbler. As you heard at the beginning of the clip, that was from the JRE podcast with Elon Musk talking about simulation. Uh, Today's episode is about are we living in a simulation or not? That has been a ongoing debate for quite some time now and I just recently jumped into the whole are we living in simulation but before that happy new year everyone hopefully 2021 brings everyone better luck and this whole fucked up thing that's happening in the world just kind of goes away and just gets fucked for the rest of the the entirety of our existence that's what I'm hoping But uh, today's episode is kind of an interesting one. It's going to be kind of a long episode today. So if you don't have a chance to sit there and actually listen to the entire episode, I recommend breaking it up here and there. (laughs) It's going to be kind of a long one, a little bit longer than what I usually post. But hey, it should be fun. It should be interesting. At the very least, it should be entertaining. (laughs) Are you not entertained is what I was going to say. But, you know. Anyway, let's get right into it. Are we living in a simulation? That is the question. So what is the theory? The theory is that the physical world we live in, including the Earth and the rest of the physical universe, is actually part of a computer simulation. So how that all began was there has been multiple videos and multiple accounts where People just can't explain why things are happening in a certain way. So if you look up, just go on YouTube and look up uh, simulation glitches and there's the v- actual video of people behaving in a glitchy manner. It looks really crazy. I don't know the the authenticity of the video. However, we there, there are v- several different videos showing glitches now. What the what people don't understand or what people are having a hard time uh, confirming or being settled with is who is controlling our simulation. Now, you know, we all want to sit back and think that it's actually God, quote, God, that is handling the creation of everything. But one of the theories is what is God? What is God, the the computer programmer, the person in designed To it's like, you know, it's like the wizard in the Wizard of Oz who was hiding behind this the the curtain controlling all of this stuff and behind behind the scenes. Now, theory has it that the Wizard of Oz scene where they discovered the wizard was actually a representation of how our world is being simulated. Now, of course, it's not where it's so rudimentary or so uh, old fashioned that we're controlled by buttons and levers. No, what, what, what the theory is, is that we are actually part of a simulation that is being controlled by a higher superior intelligence. No one can prove otherwise. People have arguments on it's not true, but people also have arguments that it is true. So my thing is. Which one is which? <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, that, and this is one of the reasons why I'm making the podcast. now, the the crazy thing is that there are a bunch of different things that people want to believe and don't believe. So let i'm gonna I'm gonna share a bunch of a bunch of information. And again, whenever I do this research, you and I are learning at the same time. So if I don't have an answer, if I can't explain it clearly, that's because I didn't find the exact answer or description for the the thing that I that I'm explaining or that I'm trying to explain. I, I'm I'm going through a wormhole of crazy information and trying to decipher or decipher certain things so I can share with you on the podcast. That way it makes more sense to me when I'm sharing the information out to everybody else in the world. Now, for those of you who are better educated or informed on the simulation, let me know graveyard at mail.com and I will get you on the show so you can educate me and all the rest of the listeners on this simulation topic. So here we go. Philosophers and physics centered or contend, excuse me, philosophers and physicists contend that's not necessarily the case. It is merely on ultra high tech, an ultra high tech computer simulation in which we sim live, sim work, sim laugh and sim love. So if anyone has played or seen the game, the, the Sims, that is what. The topic or what the comparison is is that everything is already predestined. So, everything that we're doing has already been pre controlled and pre programmed into what's going to happen with our lives. And if you actually think about it, why is it that when we're around a group of people, some people that we don't find funny, but other people find hilarious? Now, is it programmed for us to laugh or find cruel, not cruel, but awkward uncomfortable situations or is it that we legitimately in real life have no idea or have uh, feel like this person or this individual is not funny you know how is it that we that a lot of people uh, go through several dates to find quote love you know what is actual love we can describe it or you say oh it's an indescribable feeling we just can't understand the concept of love now there's a lot of people who have dated multiple people have quote fell in love but never truly have been in love. And, you know, for example, there's been several divorces, there's been several messy relationships. And then there's some that it's one and done, you know, where they meet that one special person and they're still together up until this day, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50 years later. Now, is that a definition of true love? Is it a definition of simulation or I'm sorry, not definition, but is it an example of true love or is it an example of the simulation that has been pre-programmed to dictate our entire lives? That's what I don't know. That's what I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to figure this out just as much as everybody else is. So, you know, bear with me, bear with me. (laughs) Let's continue. Let's continue. So many have noted that the simulation theory is essentially a modern offshoot of Plato's allegory of the cave, allegory of the cave story from the ancient Greek philosophers book, the Republic, which it is. It's a great confusing book on a side note. It is an awesome read. However, I had to read like four or five different times to kind of understand what the hell was going on. So uh and rené descartes evil demon hypothesis from the french philosopher and scientist first meditation so from now again now this is dating back from years and years and years, years years i mean centuries and centuries and centuries ago that the possibility that we're living in a simulation and that the gods quote quote are the ones who are controlling our everyday lives so the crazy thing is is that the theory of us being in a simulation isn't new this isn't just in modern history this has been uh this has been going around and has been thrown in the air since the beginning of time that the gods and again that's when you don't, you know you have to pray to the gods so we can find out if it's going to happen now was it more evident because the education or the experience level from early civilization was not as advanced as ours so the simulators were able to get away with it a lot easily, a lot more easily than what they are today? Or is it that there was beginning of the game or beginning of the simulation? So have, they had to build it up, build it up, build it up, build it up. And as it get, got more advanced, the difficulty level increases as well. You know, that that's that's again, this is a weird, a weird thing that since early, early civilization, as records can can uh, uh, put into into question that it's been the theory of being in a simulation for several centuries now. Crazy. So the findings of quantum physics may shed some doubt on the fact that the material universe is real the more that scientists look for the material in the material world, the more they would find it doesn't exist. So now when science and physicists and everything else start getting involved, that's when shit starts getting real. You know, we can, we can listen to guys who who are under a bunker with a tinfoil hat and drinking some Red Bull and trying to stay up all night, trying to figure out where the end of the world begins, wh- who coded the simulation and why hasn't anyone else why hasn't anyone else discovered that we are in a simulation like they have now that when when you have a little cult like Fallen War, people want to believe what you believe. But you don't have the scientific evidence. But then when the scientists become involved and start proving facts, that's when shit got real. Shit has now become officially real when scientists start throwing out facts and examples and theories and hypotheses and all this other shit where you're starting to question your ever also long being existence. You know what I mean? I mean, when when you start realizing that. Well, the possibility of us living in a simulation is actually a real thing. Then you start to doubt reality. At least I did. When I started doing this research, I started do, do I started this research a week ago. And the amount of information now, let me clear something up, though. So there is a a strong debate on we do live in a simulation and there's a strong debate on why we are not living in a simulation. So it is a 50 50 pretty much even down the line draw on yes and no. So if you're interested, just start just start Googling, (laughs) just start Googling the 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 simulation theory and debate and you will be lost for hours and hours and hours. Well, at least I was. So when, I don't know, let's keep going. <laughs> now, one of the theories is that aliens control the simulation and abduct people who find the glitches and realize we are in a simulation. Now, that is one theory, and that is a theory that actually stuck out pretty big because everyone knows that I like aliens. I mean, it's not it's not a, a sign. I said it several times here on, on the podcast about have, about the aliens and, and extraterrestrials. Now, one of the theories is that the quote, aliens or extraterrestrials are actually the ones who are controlling our our simulation or our, our video game lifestyle and whenever we hear about abductions or we see ufo's now remember only certain people are the ones who get to see the aliens and get to see the the spacecrafts and all this other stuff so the theory is that the aliens who abduct or come visit people are the individuals who have discovered the truth about the simulation and being in, in, involved in a simulated matrix uh, realm or, or reality or not reality, but in 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 a world where our world is being controlled by these aliens. So, whenever we do, well, not when we, but whenever people are visited by aliens, theory, conspiracy theorists believe that those are the aliens going down to reprogram the character that 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 is glitching and have discovered the truth. So once you're abducted and visited by these aliens, your mind is reset. And now you, what you believed is once a, a, a vague dream to where you're unsure of how realistic the alien visitation actually is. Damn. So to sum it up, if you're visited by aliens People believe that you are being visited by these aliens so your brain can be reprogrammed so you can fall in line with the simulation that is being controlled by the aliens. Yeah, that is some bullshit. (laughs) So, I mean, you guys are right now scratching your head looking at me like, yo, Graveyard Grumbler, a.k.a. Tino, what evidence do you have that that we are living in a simulation? Well, I'm glad you asked that. I'm glad that you asked me that question because I have several... Pieces of evidence showing that we are living in a simulation. Now, okay, before I keep going, do I actually believe that we live in a simulation? I don't know. At first, I didn't. At first, I'm like, yeah, that's stupid. How can we live in a simulation? Number one, I haven't met uh, Neo. Number one, I haven't met Morpheus. And no one's offered me a red pill or a blue pill. So, no, we don't live in some bullshit simulation. As I started doing more and more research, this shit started making me question myself. (laughs) It started making me believe my sanity and my reality on what is actually happening and what is not happening. So no, no, I'm not. I haven't jumped off the deep end in the conspiracy and I'm not full blown. It just makes you think, you know, it's one of those things where it's okay to think of other other possibilities, you know, just because it's fun. You know, we're 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 human or are we? (laughs) So what's the evidence, you know? Well, I'm glad you showed. I'm glad you asked. So the Mandela effect, it proves that whoever is in charge of our simulation is changing the past, or this is evidence of a parallel universe. And some individuals have crossed from one universe to another. Now, when, for those of you who don't know what the Mandela effect is, I actually did a podcast. I did actually did an episode on the Mandela effect where a a large group of people remember a certain event that happened when it actually didn't happen. So we'll take Mandela, the actual uh, uh, Nelson Mandela, who people believed and swore on everything that they can swear in that Mandela was would had died in the 80s sometime. And people can vividly remember having or watching the funeral, reading it in the papers and understanding that Mandela is no longer with this world. However, Man- Mandela didn't die until the 2000s, I believe or late 90s, I don't know the exact uh, date anymore. But he died way after the fact where people originally thought that he had uh, died. Now, what people are what what the theory is is that because of that Mandela effect where people believe something happened but it really didn't happen until later is that the people who are in charge of the simulation rewrote history, redid history, like kind of like this is the halfway mark. I saved it. And when I come back, we're going to finish it up. And when they did is that they Mandela possibly could have died in the 80s. That's why so many people remember that he died in the 80s. However, when the simulation was refixed or reset or redirected into a different a different time or a different path, it actually showed that Mandela passed away way later than he actually did so that was one version or one pe- one one example where people believe that we live in a simulation because of the mandela effect and that goes on for when people believe that they remember vividly seeing the berenstein bears not the bear stein bears uh shack as uh as uh or Z- sinbad as shazam in one of the movies but he wouldn't he never played shazam but i swear and so did every uh, you know a bunch of other people that Sinbad, the comedian, actually played Shazam, the genie. So that is one example of why okay, this is these are what I'm going through is going to be a bunch of examples that we have. We, we are going through to prove that we do live in a simulation or evidence that shows that we might be living in a simulation. So hold on to your seats because some of the shit is crazy. <laughs> so another example are missing aliens. We haven't seen aliens because they are the ones controlling the simulation. We've spent billions studying probes through space and should have probably we should probably have had evidence of aliens. So if you think about it, if you think about it, we have The uh, Hubbard or the Hubbard telescope, well, one of the biggest, most powerful telescopes in the entire world. We also have the International Space Station. We have several satellites that have been launched into space at different parts of the of the universe to monitor and record things that are happening about. Now, we also have uh, rovers that go to different planets, you know, I mean, Mars and moon and, you know, other things like that. But we also have high powered telescopes. That's the main one. Where we are able to see deep in the dark crevices of the universe. Now, not 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 the deepest part of the of the corners of the universe, definitely not, but we are able to see a lot of stuff with the with the technology and the powerful telescopes that we've had. So what one theory is is that because the aliens are the ones controlling the simulation. We haven't ran into aliens because how are we going to run into aliens if if they're the ones who are controlling the 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 simulation? But doesn't it make you question or make it kind of fishy that we have we we had enough technology in 1968 or 69 to send men to the moon or send astronauts to the moon? But ever since looking into space has been around since Plato I'm not Plato <laughs> uh, since what is that dude's name um, since Galileo you're telling me that not one one not one shred of evidence, not one journal entry, not one picture was taken that that we have not ran into some sort of spacecraft in space or we haven't got to see, you know, a little uh, extraterrestrial walking around on an odd planet or different planet. What it, it doesn't make any sense to me in my head right here, right now that we've had we have all this technology, all this this ability to shoot and see dead planets and, and, and supernovas and other things happen within the universe and space, but we haven't been able to see one spacecraft, one alien. Now, this is the same technology and the same patience where we're able to see California condor babies be born, discover new exotic endangered species on the bottom of the ocean, in the ocean, the depths of the ocean. We're able to see and find very uh, the very creatures that are very rare finds. And we are only able to see once every so many you know, whatever, 10, 20, 30 years or whatever it is, you know what I mean? So that right there is going to make people who want to believe in the simulation theory was like, well, why haven't we seen aliens? If aliens are the ones that if they're in space and we have all this high tech technology, why haven't we been able to spot an alien in space with I mean, we have an international space station where people live out there and can see and monitor their surroundings 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And you're telling me with the high power technology that we have that we have not been able to see one alien or one spacecraft. Why is that? Why do you ask? Well, because the aliens are the ones controlling. You can't see yourself. You can't see the person playing the video game in the video game. You know what I mean? It's crazy. So let's keep going. Now, another another example is that DNA that contains a computer virus. In 2017, a multidisciplinary group of researchers at the University of Washington proved that they could embed malicious computer code into physical strands of DNA. Their aim was to show that computers working in gene sequencing were vulnerable to attack, but they may also have inadvertently revealed That what we perceive to be biological reality was, in fact, computer code all along. When I read that, that shit blew my mind. So I had to read it like four different times. So people in the University of Washington were able to put malicious virus inside of human DNA. Now, if you actually think about it, how can DNA and human DNA and a virus be in a computer virus be able to coexist and be successfully in embedded into the human DNA? Well, the theory is because we're simulations, we're a computer game and people, people don't know, people don't understand that if if you're a computer and you're a simulation, you can be affected by computer viruses. <laughs> can you imagine that's fucked up? So now not, not only do you have to worry about syphilis and herpes and chlamydia, you also have to worry about uh, malware and Trojan viruses as well. <laughs> It's because we're all simulation. We're all characters in this big ass game where uh, where people just want to fuck with us our, our entire lives. But if you actually think about it, 2020 is probably a good example on different stages of how difficulty the level is, you know, like the black peg, the black plague with the low amount of medical technology. That was a that was a, a difficulty level um, trying to get past and and be more advanced, and now here with two thousand twenty, with the with the advancements in technology and medical science that we have, we have to deal with a virus in the coronavirus. And so, what? And I, I kind of got off track on there. So let, let's go back to the DNA. So the researchers in Washington discovered that they were able to to uh, uh, multi. As researchers, university, were able to put a virus into human DNA successfully. <sighs> Boy, I tell you. Now, another thing where people have been debating about if we live in a simulation are things that have been happening in the news. It's just certain things in the news are so hard to explain, but it, it's easy when you have a computer that's going to be able to do things in in bizarre ways, but but are are explainable. You know, you know, like you you're playing. Okay, so we'll we'll play example. So if you're playing Madden, John Madden football, and you throw a 97 yard hail mary, and you're able to jump and catch it, and it's a touchdown, and you win the game by 75 points to two. You know, because you know the the quarterback got a touchback. But if it's things like that, where people are like, hey, wait a minute. So weird news is actually something that is an argument for us living in a simulation. So some propose that recent unlikelihoods, including Donald Trump's election, Brexit, the 217 Oscar envelope mix up, and that year's 25 point Super Bowl comeback could mean we're in a malfunctioning simulation or whoever is pushing the button is screwing with us. Now, I I believe it was the Falcons and the... New England Patriots, I want to say that they were, the the Falcons were, were, were ahead 25 points. They were going into the third quarter, I believe, or fourth quarter. I don't remember, but the New England Patriots made this miraculous, unbelievable comeback that you would more than likely see in a video game. And they came back to beat the, the, the Atlanta Falcons. They, they, they overcame a 25 point deficit to beat the Atlanta Falcons to win the Super Bowl. That's kind of bizarre. And the other one was the the unbelievable and hard to understand election where president or Donald Trump became the president of the United States. Now, that alone right there, I know for some of you, Trump you know fans out there, I'm not trying to talk shit on Trump. I'm not trying to do whatever it is that you think I'm doing, but I'm not. What I'm trying to do is simply state something. Now, it, it, it's unbelievable that someone like Trump with zero uh, political experience was able to win in a landslide against hillary clinton who her husband was the former president of the united states that can go to how much they did they hate hillary clinton a lot more than they hated trump or where they're like you know what fuck politicians let's go with the businessman and let's see what what damage he does you know and then brexit i mean brexit has been part of the eu for i don't know i guess ever since the eu the european union was was created you know britain was part of the fucking eu for how many years and so whoever's controlling the simulation said huh Let's get Britain out of uh, out of the EU so we can start our independence and and create our own thing. That's kind of fishy since, you know, the creation of the of the United States of America was pretty much similar where they said, you know what? I'm being tired of being taxed by England and the and the, the royalties. So let's break off on our own and create our own country. And, you know, that, you know, the American Revolutionary War. And here we are now trying to figure out if we're living in a simulation isn't, isn't America or isn't, isn't the world, the world, the world is a funny thing to begin with. I mean, who created the big bang now for those of you now, Oh my gosh, that was another thing that I didn't even write down. Uh, a lot of the big debate, you know, were we created by, by God, or was it a big bang? A lot of people say, or one of the theories for the computer simulation argument is that, Whenever you start a video game like, you know, certain games, it it starts with a huge, crazy disaster. Boom. And then the game starts where you're, you know, you have to uh, survive and find things and create a civilization and see if you can live and succeed in whatever task you're given. Now, what people are saying was that the simulation started with the Big Bang Theory. Now, it is really difficult for people to understand both ways, people have a hard time understanding how can one quote super, you know, I don't, I don't know what God is. God might be a, a, a theory or might be a, a a a person like the Wizard of Oz. I don't know exactly what God is. It's a spirit. I know that's the Holy Ghost or you know what what people are referring to. But uh, both sides believe. It is really difficult for the big bang to create what we have now all of the planets all of our earth our life form and everything else but on the on the other side of the coin people also have a hard time believing that one thing or one entity created you know whatever we're going through or the way we are now the advancements that we have now so both sides believe so what if now hear me out what if quote god are the people in control of our life our simulation. Did anybody think about that? No, because I didn't. (laughs) So let's continue with more, more examples. Why does our universe have rules in the first place? MIT cosmologist Max Tegmark has pointed to our universe's strict laws of physics as possible evidence that we live in a video game. He has said, quote, if I were a character in a computer game, I would also discover eventually that the rules seem completely rigid and mathematical. Uh, in this theory, in quote, in this theory, the speed of light, the fastest rate of which any particle can travel represents the speed limit for transmitting information within the network of our simulation. So if you think about it, we have not been able to reach the speed of light. We have been able to beat the speed of sound. but We have not been able to travel the speed of light. Why is that? So theory theorists or the theory is, is that we can't travel faster than what we're created. So when they're on the game in the simulation, you turn on the light and boom, you know, the, the, the travel, the light speed is so crazy fast that no you, you'll only be able to calculate it. So as a character in a simulation, eventually you're going to figure out that that is the reason why you can't go the speed of light because you can't go at the speed of what the game is being developed in because then you would overrun the development of the game or the simulation And you wouldn't be able and you would be you would discover that we are living in a simulation. So therefore, if we weren't if I mean, if you think about it, if we weren't living in a simulation, we wouldn't have the limitation of whatever it is in this example or in this, you know, in this topic right now or this this example is that our limitation it happens to be at the speed of light. But if we weren't in a simulation, there wouldn't be any limits to anything at all, because eventually our technology would be able to get us to that speed. And if we're able to travel the speed of light, we would be able to travel all around the universe within just a few w- months, a few weeks, we would be able to get there a lot faster than we are able to get there now. But because of our limitations, you know, the whole that we were living in a simulated uh, in a simulated life, we have limitations to keep us within our within the bounds of not being able to discover the fact that we are in a simulation. So basically what this guy is saying is that we have rules because the game developers or the simulation, the simulating simulators have realized that we need to have limitations so we need discover that we are actually in fact living in a simulation and that right there is crazy in itself so another example the goldilocks zone earth exists within the astrobiologist excuse me Earth exists within what the astrobiologists call a Goldilocks zone, close enough to a star that greenhouse gases can trap heat to keep liquid water, but far enough away that the planet does not become a Venetian hothouse. That we live in such an orbital sweet spot is circumstantial evidence for a simulation. If our sim designers wanted us to succeed, it makes sense that they'd place us in such a cushy environment. Now, before I even realized that the, the whole, we live in a simulation debate was even a thing. I've often wondered how is it that we are, we, the earth is our, we're so perfectly placed in this unique part of the universe to where we are able to have liquid. We're able to farm. We're able to breathe freely without any, any oxygen masks. I didn't say masks because we're, you know, currently we have to wear a mask. Make sure you wear your mask, please. I've often pondered uh, the fact, I've I've often pondered why is it and how is it that we were placed in such a perfect location, being Earth, that we're able to grow, succeed, and live comfortably without any issues. Yeah, I mean, we have to deal with hurricanes, we have to deal with tornadoes and other natural disasters, but if you think about it, We never have to worry about being overly burning up close to the sun like other planets or the opposite to where we're so far away from it that we are freezing or and there's no there's no chance of having a a human life form on this planet. I guess back when I was younger I started wondering if this how is this perfectly placed and now that I'm older I realized that when I was a kid I was already thinking on what the possibility of a simulation, but I just didn't know that it was called a simulation at the time. No, I haven't been visited by aliens either. With you know having having these deep thoughts, but if you actually sit back and think about it, who and what placed us here? I mean, the big bang. You're telling me that the big bang, the big bang occurred exactly in the perfect location to where we're not going to get fucked up by by the by space gases and other shit. And you're also going to tell us that that some some entities said, hey, this looks like a good, good place to set up what we call Earth. Remember, you know, the the most important thing about uh, realty is location, location, location. And we're placed in this most ideal location to where we're not going to get fucked up by the sun and we're not going to get fucked up by the by the, the the deep, cold temperatures of space. I have a hard time wrapping my head around that. I mean, maybe the creators of the simulation said, hey, I think this is going to be a good place for us to set up shop. Let's go ahead and handle it. I don't know. Again, I'm not believing 100 percent that we are and I'm not believing 100 percent that we're not. It's just crazy interesting to me that so many arguments point towards the possibility of us living in a simulation. Boy, I tell you. So another one. Uh, Yanni versus Laurel in 2015, the world flipped out because we all looked at the same photo and oh, wait, hold on. Before that, let's 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 cancel that one. No. OK, here's another example before the Yanni versus Laurel. Uh, it makes more sense than ghost paranormal events are not hauntings, but glitches in the simulation. In video games, we see ghost glitches. In our world, we see ghosts and hear of hauntings more of hauntings. More likely, it is that character experiencing a glitch. So for those of you who have played games or who have watched games, have you ever you've noticed where uh, the character that you're playing with, when you turn a certain way too fast, that you still see the little shadow or the little ghost? of the character right next to you or right behind you, then it catches up to the screen and is perfectly fine. So the theory is that seeing paranormal entities and seeing ghosts and other spirits are just glitches in the, in, in the simulation to where we are having multiple. So for us, for example, so if you're sitting at home and you see a ghost walking from one into another, what that theory is, is that that is the glitch of the screen trying to catch up to where you had already walked through that part of the of the hall or the or the house or the building or whatever it is, or someone previously had been dropped in that area, but then removed immediately. So all you're seeing is just the ghost character of the, uh, the ghost of that character that was there for not even a split second, just less than a second. So. What 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 theory is is that the ghosts and and, you know quote ghosts are actually glitches in the simulation to where you aren't seeing actual ghosts but actual characters or actual simulations that were glitching and left a shadow when they were walking through. Now sit back and think about that shit. What if that's true? What if that weren't? It's not really ghosts or spirit you know spirits from the dead world. Or how is it that whenever, you know, you have seances or you you're looking to to speak to someone that someone usually answers and depending on what severity or what difficulty the simulator has for that specific character or that, that, you know, in this case, that specific person will determine which person are you going to get a hold of? Are you going to get a hold of the actual relative or friend that you're looking for? Is it, quote, you know, you know, a a demon or some other entity that is going to be placed in for that simulation? Wow. I don't know. I don't know how to think about. I don't know what to think about that. I don't know what to what to uh, do with that, with that information or that theory. I mean, let me know what you think. You know, reach me out on Instagram. Graveyard Grumbler at Graveyard Grumbler podcast on Instagram or email me Graveyard Grumbler at mail.com. Or if you have the Podbean app, just look up Graveyard Grumbler podcast and leave me a, a, a comment on the comment section on the on the app and and on this episode. And we'll I'll, I'll get back to you. Trust me. I get back to everybody who who leave who leaves messages. But I mean, think about it. If 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 it is an actual simulation glitch for the ghost that that's what we're seeing, then what more evidence do you need? Ugh. You know, I haven't I haven't had a drink of any alcohol since um, I turned 30 years old. You know, I haven't done any type of drinking, but after doing this episode, God damn, I'm tempted to pop the bottle back. Hey, whoever is fucking simulating this right now, don't make me start drinking. My kids will kill me. I promise I wouldn't drink anymore. So don't make me drink. Fuck me up. <laughs> All right. So let's go to the Yanny versus Laurel. So Yanni versus Laurel in 2015, the world flipped out because we all looked at the same photo and some of us saw a blue dress while others saw a gold dress or the Yanny slash Laurel fiasco of 2018. Say what you will about pitch and volume and color saturation. These controversies made one thing clear. Each of us lives in our own world that we perceive. What we perceive as reality is, in fact, partly a simulation created by our, our brains to help us process the fragments of data that we are receiving. So if, you know, have you ever seen that? that um, For those of you who played games or any kind of anything, anything, you have that choice. You know, do you want to go through here to try this level or are you going to try this level? See what you know, what the different ending or the different outcome is going to be. It's the same thing with what they're saying about the Yanni versus Laurel, that the simulation made a certain amount of people uh, hear one thing when a certain amount of people hear another thing. It had nothing to do with the way we're set up, because, I mean, if you if you think about it, all of our human anatomy is pretty much the same. We, we have the same five senses, you know, for, for the most part. We have the same way of thinking, the same brains We're constructed in the basic in, in the same form or the same mold. The only thing that that keeps us separate is our is our culture and our location and how we were brought up. You know, a lot of people have a lot of similarities, and there's a lot of people don't. But what the what what this theory is saying is that the simulators decided to, yeah, I know all these all humankind. We, you know, all this uh, all these people are the same. But you know what? Let's fuck with their head. I'm gonna have them choose and hear them this way, that way. That you know, we can have a little bit of more interesting uh, segment or or topic or or. Uh, uh, level to where people are going to debate and and go crazy over this so what it was what theories theory is, is that the simulators who are in charge of our simulation actually programmed it to where we hear it <laughs> different ways even though we we're you know we're all humans but we heard it differently because it, it's a simulation it was chosen that way for us oh my god i don't believe that shit but you know i'm just i'm just throwing that in there so, living in a simulator, oh, and the- okay, 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 okay. So, 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 before I keep, I tell you, all this information, I, I'm, I'm reading it right here with you. So, everything that I find and everything that I discover, I get so excited and I just start getting just. <laughs> but, so, we've all heard about, you know, doppelgangers and, the, and, we, you know, somewhere out there, we have a twin some people believe that it might be an evil twin or we might be the evil one but either way somewhere around the world we have an evil twin and there's been reports where people have actually seen their twin there's also have been valid and 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 100% ev- uh, ev- factual evidence where relatives and friends have seen the doppelganger of other people that they know you know i mean there's been reports where uh, there was one gal who was who's was in the store and saw her, her best friend. I mean, the way he dressed, the way he walks, everything from the way he looked all the way down to the shoes. He, she called out for him several times and he never turned around. Finally, he turned around, looked at her funny and just turned around and walked away. But she can 100% validate and swear that it was the, his, it was him. And when she called him and said, Hey, why'd you walk away from me? He's like, what are you talking about? I'm here at home. I'm right here with my family. We are here chilling watching a movie. No, you're not. You're right here at the store. No, I haven't left all day. As a matter of fact, uh, my mom's car is behind my car and I I didn't I was too lazy to move it. But that's, you know, the doppelganger whole whole thing. So living in a simulation explains us having a doppelganger. Our doppelganger is us in a different level of the simulation with glitches happening, causing us to see ourselves. So when you're not supposed to see your doppelganger or you see yourself, it's because that is the glitch in the simulation where Somewhere along the lines, our two different lives and two different levels have crossed or passed, or, you know, it's where you you choose one, one way for this character, but the same exact character you're going to choose for a different way. And somewhere around the lines, the two levels or the two alternate simulations coexisted and we ended up seeing ourselves. So that explains why there's times where the, uh, the, the, there's a quote, evil doppelganger where it kills themself. You know what I mean? A good example is that Jet Li movie called The One. That was a real good example on different universes and different computer simulations and, and you know, et cetera, et cetera, to where he had to go back in time to kill himself because as as time progressed, the evil him was killing everyone else so he can, so the, the evil one can ultimately have all the power and strength of his other doppelgangers throughout different parts of, 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 the universe of alternate universes. Now, was that movie just a shot in the dark, or was that an actual representation of the simulation that we are living in currently? I mean, if you think about it, you, what's the biggest thing, you know, if you don't, if you ever see your, your doppelganger, do not, I repeat, do not come in contact with it. It's like back to the future. If, If again, those are the rules that we have to live by, we can't time travel. Why can't we time travel? We can't time travel because apparently our past does not exist. That's the theory. Now, I know you're telling me, you know, we see it on video, we see pictures. Yeah, we see videos and pictures, but us ourselves in in reality, we cannot travel back to that time only with pictures and videos. And the theory is, is that because we have rules and limitations in a video game, you can't restart a level. You know, again, that's the Groundhog Day theory. If you're restarting your level, that if you're restarting that, they're not you, but if they are restarting you in that, in that, that whole level again or that whole situation, you have that Groundhog's Day effect, where damn, you know, it's just an over and over and loop. It's because the simulator is trying to get something right. But at no point in time during the Groundhog Day effect, did you see yourself or did you know, did, did you ever catch yourself seeing or run into your own self? Because you're not you can't run into your own character. And if you do, then that means that some part there was a glitch somewhere and you two ended up meeting each other and you, you're not supposed to do that. The programmers are not supposed to be able to do that. I confused myself. <laughs> I, I tell you, man, this, this simulation thing is crazy. And if anybody has any more information, I would love to get you on the show and, and talk to you about it. It, it. It's one of those things that just blow my mind. I mean, I have a lot of questions that that I, I don't know how to answer. I mean, I'm sure I can find the answer on the Internet, but I just haven't found the answers because I haven't. I got my head hurts from doing all the research already. So uh, let me see. Let, let's uh, do Graveyard Grumbler's final wrap. I mean, I, I've been I've been talking about it as much as this as I can. And do I believe in the simulation? Graveyard Grumblers, final wrap. Do I believe that we are living in a simulation? Uh, right off the bat, I didn't before I started doing this research. And now that I'm doing this research, there's a lot of things that point to the possibility of us living in a simulation. Number one, like I mentioned earlier, why haven't we seen aliens? If if we were not in a simulation and we were in just in, in what we perceive as reality or what reality is supposed to be, then by rule by law and by evidence we should have been able to run into some sort of extraterrestrial with the amount of technology that we have i mean we sent people to the moon in 1969 how were we able to send people to the moon and not run into aliens up into 2020 it doesn't make any sense to me so the 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 curiosity or the question that I run into is, why haven't we seen aliens? Well, it's because the aliens are the ones controlling our simulation. I don't 100% believe that, but it's it's, it's a believable theory. I mean, it just makes sense that that is a possibility. So number two, we are we have doppelgangers and, and it's been recorded several times in history that or you know it's been said over and over by theorists and and other philosophers and other things other, even scientists have said that we have we have doppelgangers and that we're not supposed to run into them well we're not supposed to run into them because we are glitches and one of them can kill the other because we're not supposed to see each other <laughs> it, it's one of those deals to where the video game or the the people who are controlling the simulation are the ones who are saying, hey, you know, don't, don't, don't fuck around. If you see him, we got to get rid of him because that's going to, that's going to obstruct what we have uh, planned for this character. I know it's crazy calling ourselves characters and not humans. You know, it doesn't make any sense to me. It's just, I don't know. Uh, What else? Uh, One of the biggest ones that kind of blew, that blew my mind was the ghost thing. The ghost is the, are perfect examples of simulations. You know, we've played video games several times, you know, where we played, even old school video games where we played so long that the little character image, you can see the ghost of it, like the, the little thing is burned into the screen when you leave the that little that section, and but the character is still there moving around. And it's crazy because what if that is what what, what is happening now? That the the ghosts and entities that we hear are actually things, people that were playing in that certain time frame. Or that certain screen at that exact time, but was removed almost immediately, so none of us seen it. But the actions are still happening. You know, you know what I mean. That that the ghost, the whole ghost thing, and it being a simulation—that's just crazy. I mean, I don't, I don't, I, I, I know that I'm just rambling, and I have uh, twenty different things going on at one time in my in my brain, so it's really difficult for me to uh, let it flow out, but. Elon Musk said, "Eventually, our real, we're not going to be able to tell the difference between the advance the advancement of the games and what is real now. I mean, just look at virtual reality. Virtual reality games are so goddamn realistic that you get the feeling like uh, the roller coaster ones. You get this, the 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 feeling of your stomach going into your throat, and all you're doing is is involved in a virtual reality game." That is insane to me. I mean, are we all just just plugged into a program, watching, the playing or living this through through virtual reality goggles? Or are we actual real life human situations that are occurring or is this a simulation? So my question to everybody, just like when when uh, uh, what's his name? Uh Keanu Reeves was offered the red pill and the blue pill. One pill pill, is to know reality of that, you know, the reality of the matrix. And the other pill was to be completely oblivious to what is quote real. Which one would you choose? Would you choose the red pill to where you know we are in a simulation or would you choose the blue pill to where it's going to keep you oblivious to you being in a simulation? And what if We're what, what, what if we are being controlled by a higher intelligence or three, what if we're just this inanimate or this, this thing, this creation connected to virtual reality goggles and everything we're doing is through simulation, but us ourselves are sedentary and unable to move that we're just, we're we're just witnessing through this all through virtual reality. Those are those are the thoughts I'm going to leave you with. If you have an answer to any of those, please email me graveyardgrumbler at mail.com or graveyard grumbler podcast on Instagram, or you can uh, leave me a message on Podbean graveyard grumbler uh, podcast on Podbean. You can look it up. It's there. Uh, you can even get me on Facebook graveyard grumbler podcast and just look me up on Facebook or Tino Romero Jr. Leave me a message. I would love to have a conversation about this with anybody and everybody. So that's going to wrap up this episode. I told you it's going to be, today was a little bit of a long one. I just had so much crazy information to share with everyone. Uh, I want to thank everyone from the bottom of my heart all around the world who supports me and listens to my show. It makes me feel super good. Again, uh, this upcoming the 8th of November. I mean, the 8th of November. (laughs) That's a song. Uh, The 8th of January, the Graveyard Gumbler podcast is going to celebrate its one year anniversary. I have been on the air now for one. Well, I will be on the air for one full year coming the 8th of January. That is when I first started my podcast. It it just seemed like a couple months ago, but it's been been super fun uh, with the whole podcast. Now, I am still in the works. Again, I'm just waiting to see what's happening with our world to see about uh, Patreon. I think I'm going to call the Patreon uh, Graveyard Grumblers. I don't know. <laughs> it, it, it was gonna say the final act, but it's not the final act because it's gonna keep going. And you know, I sounded really good in my head until I started saying it out loud. But I don't know. It's gonna be you know, let me like the special episodes or or graveyard grumblers. Yeah, special episodes. I don't I don't I don't know. Yeah, I have to go back to the drawing board on that one. But uh, thank you very very much everyone who who listens to the podcast. Please share, rate, and review my podcast. Uh, I want to thank everyone again from the bottom of my heart. That goes from the person who's listened to one minute of my podcast to the to those who have listened to every single episode of my podcast and wait for my new episodes. Thank you very, very much. You mean so much to me. And I might, you know, I might sometime around the future have maybe like some stickers that I want to give away to to my loyal listeners you know i i really want to do something for those who have been with me since day one Uh, again thank you very much and next saturday's episode i haven't decided what it's going to be yet so stay tuned i will post it on my instagram to let you know what's going to happen but until then and as always good morning good day good night goodbye this is the end this is the end. Graveyard Grumbler Podcast.